I, I, uh, I wasn't very good at it. My speaking sucked. It, it was 350 videos until I wasn't completely embarrassed by my own content. I mean, all my videos are, I haven't deleted any of my videos. You can go back and watch the whole journey. Uh, you'll see how much I sucked <laughs> at the beginning, uh, but I liked it. I mean, I think that's the asset test. You need to tie your self-worth to the effort you're putting in and not the results that you're getting. Welcome to the Can I Pick Your Brain podcast, where successful entrepreneurs get their brains picked so you can apply mindset tricks and game-changing tactics that will help you become unstoppable. Now, here's your host, Daniel Geffen. Hey, fellow brain pickers, and welcome to episode 159 of Can I Pick Your Brain? There's a good chance you have watched one of today's guests' videos on YouTube. Evan Carmichael has almost 280 million views and 1.9 million subscribers to his YouTube channel. If you're looking for a snack-sized motivation from people like Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, or Oprah, or you just want to listen to some super-focused background music while you work, then Evan's channel is the place to go. Inc. named him the top 100 greatest leadership speakers and Forbes awarded him top 40 social marketing talents of today. In this episode, Evan shares how to feel energized by what you do, how to shift from a consumer to a creator, how he got his first 10,000 subscribers, how to manage your time so you get more done, how to avoid feeling overwhelmed, and how to create content that grabs people's attention and much, much more. Please do me a huge favor and subscribe and review the show on iTunes as it will make me smile for a while. And now, without further ado, here's the man Ed Milet called the Napoleon Hill of today's generation, Evan Carmichael. Evan Carmichael, welcome to the show. Thanks for love, Daniel. Good to be here, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I love your stuff. Um, I will say that I do get a little bit addicted to your content and sometimes it takes me away from work, which is not great. But I will say, on the positive side, I listen to your soundtracks. You know, you put together these this, these like focus music for background music. Yeah. And oh, oh my goodness, they're so good. Like I literally listen to hours on end and it really helps me work. So thank you. I really appreciate it. Cool, man. That. I mean, that, that was a test for me. Really? You know, I, I wanted it. I mean, all, all the content is for me. I, I, I want to be around successful entrepreneurs, and so I made the top tens for me. I wanted productivity music during the day that didn't have vocals on it, but still mm -hmm. was upbeat and kept me working. So uh, I'm my own guinea pig, and then I share it with the world, and, and thankfully, some people like it. <laughs> well, what's, what's really unique about you is that um, you've got what? almost 2 million subscribers and almost 300 million views on your videos on YouTube, which is insane. How much of that, though, is your own content? Most of it is just repackaged, right? If not all of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a mix. I have my own stuff. And then I also I also DJ stuff. So I want it to be around Elon Musk and Oprah Winfrey and, and get the best of. But uh watching four hours of Elon Musk interviews to get to 20 <laughs> minutes of really good stuff. Um, cause it, also because a lot of the questions aren't interesting to me. You know, if he's mm. doing a, a Q&A and they're talking about the Tesla stock price or, or something that, that just isn't of interest to me, but buried in that interview is some something really good and applicable to me, um, that's, that's why I set out to 
to make the videos. So we'll do the work of watching four, five, six, 10, 20 hours of footage to get down to the 15, 20 minutes of entrepreneur nuggets and condense them into one video for people to enjoy. I love it. But who actually sat? Did you have to sit through those yourself or did you hire like a VA somewhere to do that? So at the start, I did everything. Uh, I, I'm a big believer in, in not spending money till I'm making money. So at the start, I did everything. Now we've got 24 people who, who work on the team. Really? So wow. I'm still reviewing the stuff. I'm still involved in every video that goes up, but I'm not doing the actual watching every video unless unless it's just I'm not happy with, the, with what we've come up with and, and I need to go find something. But that's pretty rare these days. So did you ever get in trouble? Like, did someone like Oprah call you out and say, hey, hold on a second, you just stole some of my content and used it for yourself and put your own brand on it? Was there any legal issues with that? Or did anyone get upset with you using their stuff? So it depends who you're working with. I think for the bigger brands, uh, if, if it's a media company, uh, so if it's NBC or CBS or CNN or any of the big media companies, mm -hmm. they will typically just they'll monetize it. So you won't make any money from the video. They'll monetize it themselves. For uh, individuals, it's just working with them to say, hey, here's what I want to do. And um, they're usually super supportive. I mean, everything I'm doing is positive, right? It's not the 10 yeah. stupidest things that this person has said. So right. I make them look good. So right. guys like um, Tony Robbins and Gary Vee and Grant Cardone and I guess all the people in my space, the entrepreneur yeah. circle, uh, they 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 like the exposure you know they like the attention um they see the bigger game i guess and that like gary and grant and those guys they're grant's trying to sell tickets to his thirty-five thousand you know uh event stadium yeah uh, they're not worried as much about getting youtube money right. uh, from their audience so i'm helping them build their brand so just have to be careful if you're going after the big big brands big companies then they're likely to monetize it some might block it Mm -hmm. um, and the other ones, if it's a smaller, if it's an individual, then it's just working with them to say, here's what I want to do. So do you reach, did you reach out to everyone? Like, what, did you have to reach out to Warren Buffett's uh, team or Tony Robbins before you promote, like before you put it out there? It's not it about the person. It's about who owns the content. Ah, so I Warren see. Buffett doesn't have a YouTube channel. Uh, right. and if he does, he doesn't post to it. So right. it's. Who's doing an interview with Warren Buffett? Is he on CNN or is he on Gary's channel or is he on something else? You know, I don't know. Um, Tony, we've been working with. He was one of the first, I think, that we worked with. We've been working with this team. I forget when the first video came up with. Four years ago, something like that. Um, if you go to Tony Robbins' YouTube channel, you'll see it on one of his playlists, the first top really? ten that we did on him. That's incredible. Um, I'm actually going to go see him next week, uh, next week in Dallas. Uh, so we work with him's team pretty closely um, and, and Gary and Grant for a while too. And then some of the newer people um, as they've come up, I've been around mm -hmm. for 10 years on my YouTube channel. So it's, it's been a journey uh, and all these people just see me as a way to get more exposure. It takes a lot of patience and at the beginning, I'm sure you, you weren't monetizing, right? I mean, how did you stick it out? Like most people just, you know, when you're doing things for free, you're not getting paid for it. And also, I mean, you probably didn't have the traction you have today when you started out as well. How do you keep going? Yeah. And I also sucked at it. I mean, I'm, I'm an introvert. <laughs> I don't. I didn't. Enjoy, I. I, uh, I wasn't very good at it. My speaking sucked. It, it was 350 right. videos 
until I wasn't completely embarrassed by my own I content. Believe, I don't believe you. Really? You serious? Well, yeah, well, go back. I mean, all my videos are, I haven't deleted any of my videos. You can go back and watch the whole journey. Uh, wow. You'll see how much I sucked <laughs> at the beginning. That's incredible. Wow. Uh, but I liked it. I mean, I think that's the asset test. You need to tie your self-worth to the effort you're putting in and not the results that you're getting. Hmm. And so I was getting no results. But I liked it, and so I wanted to get better at it. Just like if somebody's going to host a podcast, you know, you better enjoy talking to people. Yeah. No, I Otherwise, love it's especially a problem. people like you. I love people, <laughs> right? people like you. I could talk to all day long. The question is, though, but, is is how do you go from being consuming all this content to actually creating? Because the problem is, is that there's so much information out there, and I find, for myself at least, I can easily start watching, you know, either Grant Cardone or Gary Vee or, or Tony, and then suddenly I'm just like, oh man, like there goes two hours. What, what did I do, right? So I think your your actions need to map to your ambitions. So you have these goals that you want to you want to go off and accomplish. You look at your calendar and you say, if I do these actions, will it help me move closer to my goal? Some consumption is important. You know, part of your morning routine, I think, should be something that makes you come alive. Whether that's consuming something I make or Grant or Gary or maybe for your listeners, maybe listening to Daniel every morning is the thing that gets you <laughs> set up for the day. Right? Awesome. Uh, I think you need a little bit of that. But if you're spending your entire day in, in consumption mode or even for you, if you're maybe somebody needs an hour a day of learning and consumption to get ready for their day. Awesome. If you're saying, I don't know, I feel like that's too much mm -hmm. and, and it's taken away from my creativity and, and ability to produce, then you adjust. Then, then it's where do I get, if you want to get that all done and packaged in 20 minutes, where mm -hmm. do I get the best source of that? Like maybe Evan's videos are too long and take up too much time and I get it faster from going to Grant's channel. Awesome. You know, Grant goes daily, take some content there. So it's it's a it's a self-awareness question of how much do you need personally what does balance look like it's different for every human but if you're questioning it and say i think i think two hours is too much every day then mm -hmm. then you adjust what about like getting overwhelmed especially when you watch you know someone like grant cardone you see him getting into his plane and <laughs> he's like oh my god like you know you sometimes i i watch a video by grant and i just feel, afterwards feel so overwhelmed by it all like oh man where do i even you know because you're you're far away or what what overwhelmed what's the feeling it's it's um it's oh my god that's just so much like how did he he built such a huge empire and just looking at it just looking just watching his video sometimes just you feel overwhelmed people just get so you know, where do I, what do I, where do I start? Okay, so so two ideas come to mind. Uh, first is if there's somebody who's way ahead of you, I I choose to look at that as it's possible, not that I suck. So I look at Les Brown, uh, who's a yeah. who's a famous speaker, and and I think young Les Brown is the greatest speaker of all time for me. Really? I just, of all I time? Yeah. Of all time? Of all time. That, that's a big... Well, at least that I've wow. seen videos of. I can't I can't vouch for Aristotle or any of the... No, that's incredible. Wow. Right? Okay. But, but from people that I've seen, I think young Les Brown is, is my favorite speaker. So I look at him and I think, man, that's crazy. Like, I, I, but I don't feel like I suck when I watch it. That's something mm -hmm. that I aspire to and mm -hmm. it makes me feel like that is what is possible. And so it's a, it's a kick, but it's a kick forward, not a kick down. I like that. 
Yeah. What well, by so, the way, what uh, about him was so is so you know makes him the best of all time in your eyes? For me it's the emotional commitment to the messages that he's saying. Like he is a passionate guy. He leans on it very heavy. He tells great stories. Les Brown, I mean, he's still alive. He's still speaking. Les Brown now, if you watch his stuff, he's still great, but he's more this grandpa, jovial, <laughs> laughy, funny kind of guy, which right. I still love, but it's not, it's not young Les Brown. Perfect. Just for me, that's it. That's the game. But Everybody has their own preferences. Amazing, right? Mm -hmm. So if somebody's way ahead of you, I choose to look at that as this is what's possible because I think you need a kick. I think if you don't get kicked, then you stay where you are. Mm. So the question is, most people will kick themselves down to say, well, look at Grant and his airplane and all this stuff. I suck. And then they don't do anything. <laughs> they feel bad about their life. Well, yeah. I think you should use that as a kick forward. Um, the other bit of advice that comes to mind just around this is the point of a morning routine the point of what you should be consuming is to is to get a feeling. It's yes to get practical knowledge on what you should do next, but to get the feeling. Because if you are feeling bold, confident, strong every day, your life will dramatically change in a year from now. It just will. Just we don't wake up feeling bold, confident, strong as as just getting out of bed. And so you need to do something to demand it of yourself every day. So if you're coming out of watching a grant video saying i feel overwhelmed that's not a great way to go and start your day right right so so then awesome maybe you don't watch grant i mean and i love him but maybe it's somebody else maybe you need to watch gary or me or oprah or something else right because yeah. you want to be feeling confident strong bold ready to attack the day and and that's why it's great to have so many different voices because if one voice doesn't resonate with you there's there's so many other people who you can learn from what about the idea of just putting your emotions to the side and just taking action anyway? Like, forget the feelings. Just take action and the feelings will come. Um, I think it's really hard to take massive action if you're not feeling it. Mm, I hear that. But then again, doesn't action create the feeling of wanting to do more? Like, sometimes I'll look at my computer screen and just be like, oh, God, I don't know, man. What? Are... But then, as soon as I start, Oh man, I, I go for hours and I'm just going. There's a momentum happening. So sometimes I think to so, myself, you know, self-talk is an escape almost. Yeah, um, honestly, the fastest way out of that is just put on music that you love. Right. So like put true. on put yeah. on a song that will make you dance. That will make it like if you heard this song, you'd have to get out of your chair and move. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're you're busting up the floor, but like you would you would I like physically to move. It, move. It. He likes there to, you go, right? There we go. That's that it, one. Right? Yeah. Like if that's <laughs> it, then then and build a list. Build a list. I have a I have a belief playlist that you can it's public, it's on my channel. That's what I listen to every morning. Belief every morning playlist? I start my day. Yeah, believe playlist. It it's music that I listen to. It's called hashtag believe. You can find it as a playlist. But but it's my stuff. Like you may hate every song right. on that list. Right. right? Who cares? Like you make your own list. You make your own list of 50 songs that mm -hmm. when they come on, you need to get out of your chair and move. And so what most people do is they put music on to match their current emotion, which is a mistake. You want to put the music on to match how you want to feel and mm -hmm. then it'll take you there. So interesting. I think if, that's an example. So if you, if you need to get out of your chair and move it, move it and you're, you're wasting 45 minutes every morning procrastinating and looking at your calendar and, and hating your life, then, then you put on that song and say, yeah, let's go. And then, and then that gives you the mindset to go off and tackle that first project. Mm. How did you get your first, let's say, 10,000 subscribers? 
I made content that was still a mix of what I'm doing now. It was it was half I wanted to tell the stories of entrepreneurs that I looked up to because modeling success was something that saved my business okay. uh, and something that I valued. So I wanted to be a visual storyteller. And and then two, uh, people asked me a whole bunch of questions because I, I had sold my business and had some success as a young entrepreneur. And yep. so I made video responses for people instead of uh, writing out long emails. Hmm. And when I started, YouTube celebrity wasn't a thing. Even even thought leadership, expert videos wasn't really a thing. Well, this is over 10 years ago. Um, what was trending on YouTube were, you know, cat Cats videos and, and, yeah, and like... <laughs> old man falls down stairs and yeah. hits his head and like, look at this car slipping on the ice. Like it was, that's right. what it was. Right. So the people were being entertained more than educated and it's still more entertainment platform than education. But there's now there's so many people who are putting out educational content, which is great. I love it. Um, so there wasn't this path when I started, I didn't make videos to be YouTube famous. I made videos to try to help people. And I, I just valued, I'm making this video for somebody. I had somebody in mind. If I'm answering a question, I'm making it for them. It's, it's always been, even this, this, this podcast, like I, I, I want to have a great conversation with you. Are, are a million people going to listen to it? Are eight? You know, like it's not, it's not. I hope more than eight. Not, <laughs> right, yeah, sure. But like, it's not, I love being people's first <laughs> guest on their podcast. Right. And, and people have had me really? on as their first guest. And then they never made another podcast again. <laughs> oh, no. I hope it's not because of you. No, I'm just kidding. I, I hope so, too. But, but you never know. But, but right. it's like it's not the results. It's, it's the process. I like doing it. I like, I like having these conversations. Well, so um, you, don't, like, you don't care yeah. about how many people because so many people. I mean, I, I have an agency and we, we book our clients on shows. And yeah. the question we get all the time is well, how many people are going to be listening? How many people? Everybody cares about how many people are going to be in front, right? Why don't you care about reach? Because most people do it for, as a means to an end. Most people who are likely booking you to help them have a yeah. goal of, I want to sell my book. Books, I want to right. sell. Even this, before we started, you said, hey, what's the yes. thing you want to promote? That's right. I got nothing to promote, man. I want to, I want to help. But, I, but in, so in doing that, maybe that's a weird way of looking at it, but, but hopefully we still have a genuine conversation. And then that leads to, that leads to growth. I mean, mm -hmm. it leads to subscribers. It leads to, I'm not against growth. I love it. Mm -hmm. I'm building my brand. This helps build my brand. I'm just, I'm more concerned about how can I bring the most value to your audience and have a great conversation that helps more than I need to go get immediate sales from my book. Wow. And, that, and by the way, that goes back to, to having that patience of playing the long game, right? So, so many people are trying to get that short win, like just trying to, how do I get 10,000 subscribers? How do I get, you know, to $10,000 a month or whatever it is, right? Um, and you just, you just have the patience to just keep going. It doesn't matter how many people are listening. You just keep putting out content. Um, what about somebody who's listening to this that says, you know what? You know, it's easy for Evan because, you know, at 19, he sold a biotech software company and he was a venture capitalist at 22. So he had all the money. So he didn't he didn't like there was no need to make money off of the content that he's creating. But if if someone wants to create content today and they don't know how to, they're not going to monetize it straight away. So how do they do that? Yeah. And it still comes down to, yes, patience, but but I enjoy it. Like It's not a means to an end. It, mm. it, it's the means itself. I love it. it. This is 
all day long today. I'm doing interviews and podcasts and hangouts and events. It's like the entire day, and I'm I'm only going to gain energy throughout the process because I genuinely enjoy the process of it. And if you look at successful people, you'll see that they like they like doing the work. Money is important. It has money. I mean, money. Even if you're a charity, money is important. It just can't be number one. Mm. There you has to be something that you do that's above money. But mm-hmm. but money also has to be in your top five. It's not number 1,000. It can't be on your list. Mm-hmm. So the way to, to, to make money, if somebody's just getting started, the way to make money, listen, if you're in a short-term financial cr- crunch, then, then start off by getting a job. But, but get a job in something that you love, mm-hmm. like where you're going to learn. If somebody wants to learn to be a podcaster, see if Daniel's hiring. You know, like be, be in the industry so you're learning and making mistakes on somebody else's dime. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then create what you think is missing. So I actually didn't want to make the top tens and all that stuff. Like I wish you did. If really? you make them, I just subscribe to your channel. But, nah. but nobody was making it. And so I had to go off and do it myself. And I enjoy the process of doing it. I've made over 6,000 videos on my wow. channels and, and I still love making videos. The day that it's, oh, I got to go make videos today, you're kidding me? That's mm-hmm. the day that I close my channel and go do something else. Really? So you wouldn't do anything that was draining, that felt draining? Not consistently. There's a uh-huh. lot that you have to do as an entrepreneur, and I mean, you've been down this road too. That sucks. There's a lot that you have to do in a business that sucks, mm-hmm. but, but not consistently. So I do things maybe every day that I don't like in these micro doses. But if it's something that, that has to get done on a, on a consistent basis, then I, one, question it. Like, does this actually have to get done or can I get by without doing it? Mm-hmm. Uh, two, then can I automate it to something? Or, or three, delegate it away so that I'm focused on the stuff that I love doing. Because if you're spending 80% of your time doing stuff that you hate, you're just never going to win. Mm. That's a sucky life to live, right? No, that's most oh. people. Yeah. It's, it's very sad. How do you manage your time? Because I know that I've only got 25 minutes here with you. Normally, I've got like a, a 60 minute slot. Um, but you're like really, and I love it. You're very firm about your time. Like you, you commit to time. You were actually early to this. Um, how do you manage it? Because uh, so many people struggle with just, there's just not enough time. And, you know, what do you do? Yes. So it's about priorities and, and saying no. So I look at, I, first off, you look at the macro, look at your calendar, your actions have to map to your ambitions. You say you want this out of life, not just business, life. Like mm-hmm. what does a happy, balanced life look like for you? How much time do you want to spend with your family, with your mom, with your wife, husband, in your business? You don't want to spend all day long with your with your spouse. You don't. You don't want to spend all day long in your business either. You don't. So what is, what is a balanced life look like for you? Put it into your calendar and then you put you put gates around it. Um, I find I get most productive when I do similar tasks on similar days. So naturally, I am an introvert. It doesn't come out in interviews like this because I've, I've practiced a lot. And I also love this. So it's easy for me to get more excited when I'm doing work that I love. But today, for example, this entire day, I'm, I'm doing interviews 25 minutes on, five minutes to the next call, 25 minutes on, like the whole day. Are you serious? You've got five minutes until the next, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, so we've got, we've got like two minutes left and I got a five minute break and then I got to oh. get on my next call, but I'm always early for the next call. So we have like a one minute break in between and then I go to the next thing. But wow. I think if you chunk similar tasks together, that's when you start to win. I, I learned this with my YouTube channel where how do I record, like how do I make three videos every day on my channel? Well, I'm mm-hmm. not recording every day. 
I sit down and record one big chunk in a month and then micro chunks every week on a Tuesday. Because what happens when you're setting up a video, even, even for podcasts, like you're setting up a podcast, you've got to get your gear, you've got to do your testing, you've got you've to be in the right frame of mind, you've got to clear your head from all the other stuff you're doing. Like there's setup to, to do an episode. Yep. To then do one episode and close it all down is a waste of time. What people right. should do is go, go now do four episodes in a row. That's why multitasking doesn't work, is, is exactly because of what you just said, that the frame of mind, you're in the flow, right? Yeah, like we're having a great conversation. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to carry Daniel's energy into my next interview in six minutes. And, and, <laughs> and if he did another interview after this, he's carrying my energy into that next one. And, and then all of a sudden you got four episodes done, five episodes done, or for me with videos, like 20 videos done. <laughs> instead of setting up and then tearing down and then being distracted. And so I think having from a macro, you look at your calendar and, and block things in. If, if I did these things, would I be successful? Yes, great. Now you have to do those things. And I think everybody should have at least one block of what I call CEO time. If you're an entrepreneur, that has to be in your calendar. Just focus mm -hmm. on growing your business. Uh, and, and you put boundaries around it. Like you, unless it's, unless like the earth is burning down, Nothing gets in the way of this thing happening. I love it. And we're going to end off with, um, you talk about self-awareness and you say how, um, and I quote you, what you say after I am is the most powerful force that shapes you. So, Evan, when I say who are you, what would you say? I'm, I, am, I am someone who believes that everybody has Michael Jordan level talent. Bam! There we go. Shout out to Michael if you're listening. <laughs> all right, Evan. I love it. This is awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, and to all my listeners out there, you've got to go check out Evan's channel. Go to Evan Carmichael. He's got an awesome book out as well, um, which is called Your One Word. Um, check out the channel. Um, incredible inspiration. Um, Evan, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you for letting me pick your brain. And thank you to all my fellow brain pickers. I'm looking forward to the day when I'll be picking your brain. And speaking to those brain pickers, yes. go, go, go leave Daniel a review on his podcast. Oh, that's too kind. Right? Yeah. How many episodes have you done? How many episodes have you done, man? Uh, this is 150 something. What is, what episode is this? I've lost count. hundred of, that's, and these are usually an hour long. Daniel's yeah. putting in mad love to make this content for you. Say thank you by just going and giving a quick review so that more people can get exposure. You've been listening to the Can I Pick Your Brain podcast. Inspiration without perspiration is like a tiger without teeth. So to put these ideas into action, head over to danielgeffen.com.